0: Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. This is episode number 50. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell, and today we've got another one of our Orange Conference interviews for you. We've got a man that is known as the Unicorn, Mr. Luke Miller. Luke is a student pastor up in the Virginia area and has an incredible story. His story reminds me of Proverbs 16, verse 9. That verse says, The heart of man plans his way. But the Lord establishes his steps. Listen as Luke shares his story today about how God established every step, how there were prayers being prayed on the other side. As Luke showed up at just the right time, God was working out his master plan for Luke and for the church he serves. It is an incredible story. So check it out right now as my brother got a chance to sit down and ask Luke to share his story. Luke, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Glad th- th- to be here.
1: Thank you for being here. So, um, I'm just going to ask you a few few questions here. Uh, first, where are you located at?
2: We are. I'm part of Trinity Church. We have six campuses: four stateside and two international. I'm at the downtown Norfolk campus, which is like as far southeast as you can go in Virginia without crossing into North Carolina.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, what what do you do there?
2: I am the student minister at that campus, so we have a student minister at every campus, and now we're we're just on a student ministry team, but we get to work within our context, so it's like we carry the same vision forward, but get to apply it to the different contexts of our different cities and localities.
1: That is, Man, that's awesome. So uh, the next question, let's dive a little deeper, is what led you to start serving?
2: Oh, man. Okay, so... If I'm honest, my first thought was I left. So I was I worked on a college staff for a ministry called Chi Alpha for a while at Virginia Tech, go Hokies. And um, <laughs> I left that and I was like, well, I don't feel called to college ministry. And so I started looking for a church. I moved back home to Norfolk, born and raised there. And man, I was like, yeah, cool. I'll do anything but student ministry. That sounds great. Uh, <laughs> I just want to serve. Like I love serving the church. I came out of ministry and it was one of those things where I was like, I I don't know how to not serve right at a church, honestly. Um, it's just, we, I talk about this, my campus pastor often is that service is not something that you just do. It's something that actually benefits you. Um, and it's something that's part of what we should do. And so I think I came out of serving like that and naturally I was an accountant. Um, real boring, real, real boring. (laughs) I mean, spreadsheets are really cool, but numbers, man, uh, snoozer. And so I was doing, I was doing that for a long time and I got involved at another church and then my sister-in-law and my brother started leading worship at Trinity at a different campus than I serve at now. And I was like, they're going to be there temporarily for six weeks. So I'll go there for six weeks just to support them. You know, that's right. great. Um, about a weekend, I started serving on the Setup Teardown team <laughs> um, just because I was like, hey, you guys need help. Um, I'll do it. And then about a month later, I was a member of the church <laughs> and the Setup Teardown team lead. <laughs> um, so from there, man, in my membership interview, it's so funny how God works, dude. He just, I feel like he just shows us so much how he knows better than us. Right. Because I was like, man, students are getting shorter by the year the stuff that they're saying sounds dumber. Yes, like, I just right? don't get it. I'm so <laughs> lost in so many ways. And this is even, this is before I'm working with them and I was like, Lord, anything, but, but for some reason I felt like he was going to ask me to, you yeah. know, where there's like that ominous feeling and man, it was like, I couldn't get away from it. Right? right. Like so many different things happened, including two things was this one Sunday I did a membership interview with some elders and one of the elders was like, you seem great. Have you ever thought about doing student ministry? <laughs> we need more people like you in student ministry. And I'm like, I'm not that great, dude. You should get to know me. Um, But then I walked out of that, like, all right, Lord, like, I'll see if they need help for real. And I walked up to the campus pastor and I was like, Hey man, do you need help in student ministry? Um, Thinking, please say no. Yes. And he goes, let me go get Nikki, who's a student minister at that <laughs> campus, and he's just laughing. And I was like, "This is not good for me. What is going on?" And he he walks up and he goes, "Nikki, what did I ask you to pray for Tuesday?" And it turns out that their like lead guy volunteer had just said he was moving to Texas like in three days, and Nikki was freaking out about like, "Man, I need a guy." And he, the, yeah, the campus pastor at the time was just like, "Just pray." And the Lord will give you somebody. And that was the week, same Sunday, where I was like, I'll do it. Um, and so I just started and fell in love, man. Just fell in love with the students and serving them. And just, I don't know, just being, I think, I didn't really have a great student ministry in high school. Um, and so I think it was just being that and being there with them and just the power of presence. Uh, and then, dude, Lord again, because I started, I was like, I got to do a new job. Um, and so found out that there was a student ministry opening at the campus I'm at now. And I was like, I don't know. How, what It was part-time, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. Um, but then I got to the point where, you know, sometimes the Lord brings you this place where it's like, I'm just going to jump right, and see what happens. So I don't know if it was desperation or really the Lord's pushing, but I want to say it was the Lord. So <laughs> I jumped, man, and I applied. And it turned out that they actually had an accounting position at the church too. And so for the first almost two years at this church— I was doing accounting and student ministry. Wow. Um, They called me a unicorn because no one, they said no one in student ministry is usually ever good with numbers.
0: No, that doesn't happen.
2: Hey, my budget's spot on though. I will tell you.
1: You were like, yeah, you you were like the golden child for senior pastors. If you have a, if you have a student pastor who, (laughs) who knows how to do a budget, that's, that's not, that doesn't happen.
2: Oh yeah. We did a, uh, (laughs) one of my proudest moments was we did, I mean, other than we had a kid get saved in the like recent weeks, and that's really proud. But other than that, <laughs> um, we had this moment where we did a missions trip and I budgeted this whole thing out, like for this whole trip, put it all together. And when I came home, I was within like twenty bucks or something like that, like crazy close of what we actually spent on that trip. And that is unheard of. I was so proud. <laughs> that I was, that I was is like absolutely unheard of. Print the spreadsheet, put that thing on my wall.
1: You need to frame that needs to be framed. That's what I'm I saying. Was, that. that is amazing. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> well, okay, so um <laughs> that's great. So next question here. What is something God has shown you in the last year? Man,
2: I think I think something God has shown me is just the, the power of presence. I might have already said that, but it really is like just being there with students and I think in the presence, like the presence of God is what changes us. Like when he right comes and moves in our hearts and I think that's all we can do is just we carry the presence of God with us. So when we carry the kingdom and we're engaging these students like you are putting yourself in that place of we're not God and we can't change people but we're bringing a presence with us. We can be the grace and truth of God to these students and there's nothing else that can change that, man. Like if that's what we are called to do, and it is 100%, to go and take the, the gospel to every nation, to every student, that's just what it is, man. And I, I feel like it's, it's hard for me to put into words because I think the biggest thing the Lord has taught me is I can't change anyone, Right. Is oh, yeah. I think totally. I, I like control. Yep. And I want control. I think to a degree we all do. But in ministry, it's this thing where it's like, if I just teach better, if I just disciple better, if I come up with the best discipleship system, if I get these things in place, then people will change. And it, it always leads to my frustration because my expectation is now that what I've built can change someone. And I think the Lord is always saying, you can't. The tower you build will fail, but the tower I build will always stand. And I think it's like the gates of hell will not prevail. right? Like right. That's, we sang that last night. I think that's like, man, it really is. If the Lord doesn't build it, it will fail.
1: I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, you have encouraged me like no other. I, I've been so blessed to be able to sit here and talk with people in different ministry roles at their churches. Um, and each one of them encouraged me in a different way. And I'm, I'm praying so hard that, that God encourages the listeners of the podcast in with, with everyone. Every one of you all have said something that I'm like, wow, like I've never, never looked at it that way. That's why, cause everybody's got a story. God has given everybody a story and, and, the fact that he is so in tune with, with you in Virginia, but also you're the other campuses across the world, man. Yeah, That's absolutely. awesome. So, Lord, man. again, you've, you've been so encouraging to me, but if you could give pastors around the world one piece of encouragement, what would that be?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it goes back to what I was saying is I think my one piece of encouragement would be, be present, be there, with, be there with people. I think it is one of my biggest struggles is like, it's not enough to just like sit there with someone like be mentally, physically present because I think sometimes you find yourself sitting across from somebody that you're like, man, yeah, I love, I love this student or I love this person from my congregation, but your mind's somewhere else or your mind is on your phone that's sitting on the table or your Apple watch or whatever device it is that we let distract us that day. And I think it's just pulling ourselves back from all the busyness of life is something that I am terrible at. I like doing (laughs) <laughs> I really, really like doing, and I think the Lord sometimes, often, just calls us to be. And so instead of doing, I just try to be, and sometimes I am awful at it, and sometimes it's just like, I am sitting here, and Lord, please help me, because it, we're we're a product of our culture, and our culture is addicted to so many different things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a book that I'm reading called Live No Lies by John Mark Comer, and it's like, basically talks about how it's like man the things that we start to believe are the things that we live out and so essentially it's like man i think we think we need all these different things in our lives when do we i don't know like and so pulling things back fasting not just food but other things like that and realizing man like there's a greater thing out here that i think i get distracted from
1: man that you, you have been awesome. Luke, thank you so very much for being a part of this podcast. Sharing your heart. Um, it's just so encouraging again for, for me, hearing hearing everyone's heart, hearing what the thing that God has shown them, being present is so important. Uh, again, me, I have three children and if I'm not present with them, I mean, yeah. where are they going to be? For sure. And, and ministry is so crucial, so important. And one of the things that at Next Level Pastor we do is just to try to encourage pastors because so sometimes I feel like We dump so much into other people and what, how, what, what, who's, who's the one encouraging them? So for sure. Thank you so very much for this time, man. And Luke, uh, I just look forward to seeing what God does with the ministry that, that you're a part of. Yeah. Thanks man. Thank you. Have Have a good one.
0: I hope you find encouragement today from Luke's story and remember that the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. God is the one who is orchestrating life. Look to Him, listen to Him, and experience the goodness that He has for you.